Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Acosta Podcast. we got a special episode today because it's really just going to be a Spider-Man review. We, me and Kim have been waiting for this. Spider-Man No Way Home is here. Hope you guys watch it because we are going to go into spoilers. Uh, but yeah, this is a Spider-Man No Way Home review. As always, I'm joined by my good friend Cam. How you doing, buddy? Yo, what's up, fam? How's it going, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. Um, I guess let, let's do a quick non-spoiler like we tried to do earlier and... Uh, and then we'll just go straight into spoilers, which is, I mean, I just say right off the bat, this movie is uh, definitely worth a watch. If you're a Spider-Man fan, you're an MCU fan, you don't like it at all, and you just like spectacle, check it out. It's awesome. I liked it. A lot of emotional moments. Uh, definitely got issues with the movie, but because it it, hit, it resonated with me or impacted me emotionally so much, uh, I, I have to give it a 10 out of 10, despite its flaws, which there are flaws. You know what I mean? But um, definitely go check it out. It's hard to talk about this without... Spoilers. So, I mean, great score, great acting, great character moments, some fights, um, long run time, but it didn't feel that way. And then, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's my review. Cam? Uh, yeah, pretty much. It was a good movie. A lot of cool moments. Definitely a fast movie, even though it's apparently very long in some people's eyes. Uh, but, yeah. Definitely go watch it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, it, and if you know all the Spider-Man lore, it's, it's going to hit harder. And with that, we're going to hit the spoiler alert. All right, Cam, uh, we tried to record, just a disclaimer to our listeners, we tried to record a review, but then I lagged out, so we're trying again. So <coughs> I apologize for that. So um, we're going to try and go through this, see what happens. But um, yeah, our spoiler reviews, we're going to just jump right in. Um Holy shit, man. This movie is emotional as heck. Uh, I'll say it right now. The emotional beats, like, from Aunt May dying, like, her getting hit with that glider, I cried immediately. That, that was a crazy moment, because Green Goblin was giving it to Spider-Man, uh, Tom Holland, and he was beating him up, and, and all Spider-Man was, he wasn't saying help, he wasn't saying anything except, get out of here, run, Aunt May, run. And she grabs a, a piece of rowbar, or rowbar, you know, like, you know, one of them you know, stones with a little bit of, like, metal wire in it. I forgot what it's called, but, like, and she's about to, like, just square off with the Green Goblins, and he uses that stupid fucking glider trick. And I say it like that because it's an awesome trick, but it's like, damn, you piece of shit. You're killing everybody. And, uh, yeah, he killed, uh, he killed on me. And, uh, yeah, I cried. And then from that moment on, I cried, like, three more times. There's so much emotional shit in this movie. Uh, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing, you know, Doc Ock back and Willem Dafoe as uh, Green Goblin and just uh, all the Spider-Man stuff you know uh cam what do you what are you thinking how are you feeling uh aunt may was spoiled for me on youtube oh yeah you did tell me that. uh green goblin was the strongest of all of them i think oh for sure um it was cool seeing seeing um all the villains come back they all had like their uh, they had like reasons. Like I don't know. It was mostly like we, we're gonna bring them back and we're gonna cure them, give them a happy ending. Uh, <laughs> but I felt like it went. It was like damn. Like you blink once and it's like what, what? It's like so. It was pretty fast. But then it kind of uh, gets to the end and it's like the saddest ending ever. And I was like, fuck you. You made me. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Um. I was having a good day today. Then I watched this movie, and now I'm kind of emotional. Uh, I actually cried, or like I was fighting tears while me and Cameron filming the the other review for this. Um, 
And I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna get there again because I, I. I'm all emotioned out. I'm actually. Uh, I got a headache because of the crying that I've done. Uh, this movie hits. And um, before I go into the emotional beats of it, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with Cam. Where, like, it's like, damn, this is a set. MCU wise, and I, you know, I'm an Iron Man fan. I and his death and everything that that wrecked me. This is the saddest MCU movie for me. You know, uh, freaking Guardians of the Galaxy two really hit. Um, there's a lot of, you know, death and like sad parts in the MCU, but this, this one hit hardest. Uh, I, I gave Tom Holland Spider-Man a lot of shit. I like Tom Holland. I like him as Spider-Man, but I was giving the writers that were writing his Spider-Man and his Peter Parker a bunch of shit because they didn't let this kid be Spider-Man. I'm saying this kid as if Tom Holland's a kid. They, they didn't let Tom Holland Spider-Man be a Spider-Man. He was a lackey. He was Spider-Kid in my eyes. You know, no development, no fights. He wasn't fighting shit. The one cool scene that people put in videos is like, oh, that tunnel scene with, um, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal when he's, like, punching on a robot with his spidey sense, finally. I'm like, wow, cool, yippee, he's fighting drones. Like, what the fuck? That wasn't cool. You know what I mean? I'll be the first to say that I was I was shitting all over the home trilogy. This movie righted the wrongs. It righted the wrongs. I said it, you know, I and I'll say it again. I've been telling it, and I'll, I'll scream it through the rooftops. They... 180 this guy and it, it makes sense this guy is now spider-man he's an adult he's on a childhood more uh his selfishness and his um like uh, like just not wanting to do it kind of attitude or just making the the choices he wants to make like oh i don't want to be spider-man today i just want to you know be a kid type shit that's gone that's out the window he he got his uncle ben moment and this spider-man doesn't have Uncle Ben. Like, and, and it showed when they were, when all three Spider-Men were together and they were talking, you know, Aunt May is the one that gave him the, with great power comes great responsibility line. And then he got it again from Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And that really, like, cemented his home. And he, like, he saw, he saw their pain. And he, like, they connected together. And then he made that sacrifice with his friends. And he saw it. Even after Aunt May said, "Hey, no, you're doing the right thing. Do this," and he was like, "Oh no, I should, I should kill him." He's like, "No, like you know, like I should, I should just send them all home. Like it doesn't matter if they die." She's like, "No, you're doing the right thing." Dying in her arms after getting hit by the person she's saying he should save, and he's like, "She's like, no, we did the right thing. I want to change the thing." That hurts. That hurts. And he, and that's the development he needed. It's sad. It's fucked up. But this guy is Spider Man now, and it's awesome. Uh. What do you got to say, Yeah, dude. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what yeah dude, it was... The the whole thing is him growing up. Like, the first two movies were definitely, like, high school movies, but this one was, like... It was just like, yo, like... <laughs> say goodbye to everything you know, because it's going away now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's what fucked me up. I was like, that was so sad. You know, you finally get the girl, only for her to be taken away. Um, but, you know, if you truly love someone, you'll let them go and let them fly. So it's, uh, it's a tearjerker, man. Like, everyone really gets a happy ending besides Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Think about it. That's fun. The funny thing is that he was trying to cure all these villains and like make sure that he sends them home the right way. And it totally wrecked his life. It totally left his right life in shambles. No girlfriend, no best friend, no no aunt, no support from his Avengers friends because they don't know 
know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Happy Hogan doesn't know. He has no one. He has absolutely no one. He goes home and he's he's alone. He, and the dude's still swinging. He's still swinging. And he's doing what Andrew Garfield had to deal with his uh, Spider-Man when he lost, you know, uh, Captain Stacy and then Gwen Stacy and the same uh, and Uncle Ben. And then same with uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man after he lost Uncle Ben. And uh, it's to keep swinging. You got to put your stuff aside you're, 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 and, and be what your responsibility like almost commands you to be you know what your power commands you to be and uh he won but he lost <laughs> and that's that's fucked man but like uh what they what was um andrew garfield toby mcguire and tom holland saying the whole time is what we do or this is this is what we do or it's it's hard for to- uh, guys like us and then toby mcguire is giving andrew advice which is awesome he's like ah, i wouldn't give up you know uh me and mj finally made it work it took a while but we made it work you know what I mean? And it's like, fuck, man. Uh, the, but he, the, yeah, they say that, but Andrew Garfield uh, doesn't have anyone to do that with. Well, after and Gwen Stacy dies, MJ usually comes in the picture. That's true. But it's just like, and the Tom Holland, Peter Parker doesn't have that either. Yeah. Well, you got to remember in the first movie, he's trying to get with Liz. It was It was an MJ. Yeah. So he'll have now the girls, and if we if we're talking Spider Man for the games and for the comics, that dude is he's a cougar in the not a cougar a tiger in the sack. That's why she's like, go get him, tiger, because he's fucking all these chicks. He's fucking black cat. He's fucking like okay, no, nah, that's the only girl I could really name. I don't know anyone else, but nah, <laughs> you know what I mean. He goes for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to joke around because honestly, this movie left me kind of sad. Uh, in a great way, like uh, these movies, you know. Yeah, um, you got more like you want to touch on on the emotional aspect of it, or I mean, I, I mean, I got complaints and like you know, cool parts to talk about and shit, but emotionally, I'm just, oh, I'm drained. Yeah, man, honestly, like I when I when I think about the movie, like I think that's like the big takeaway is just the that whole the whole thing is like it opens up with you know people his identity being revealed him trying to fix everything but he still has the people that he loves around him order only for it to progressively start losing those people to ultimately like not having anyone anymore so it's um it's a total 180 from the previous movies um and like i said it's it was good it was good but damn it like i said it went super fast for me, maybe I just, maybe I was like, oh man, I, I, I'm like, what? I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. But I was like, shit, that's it. Fuck. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, I kind of, there's only a few times in my life I've ever wanted to pull in Eric Cartman from South Park and freeze myself uh, so I don't have to wait for the Wii. And this is kind of one of those moments. It wasn't even like Infinity War. I felt it, but not. I was, I was like, okay, it's just a see here. When are we getting the new Spider-Man trilogy? We don't know. And the waiting is going to fucking wreck me, dude. Because I... what Spider-Man... Tom Holland Spider-Man makes the ultimate sacrifice, which is when he's saying goodbye to his friends, you know, and they know, because he's letting them know. He's like, hey, uh, you guys are going to forget all about me. Um, and they're like, his friend is like, hey, what? No. And then MJ's like, no, we can figure it out. We can figure it out. You can tell, man. They're breaking... And he's like, hey, no, like, I'll come and find you and stuff. And then I think, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's the first time 
they the I love you is mentioned between MJ and um Tom Holland and Spider-Man, and she's like, I love you. And then he's about to say it. She's like, No, don't say it next time you see me. You know? And uh and you know, with his friend, he's like, I promise I'm gonna find you. They did their last handshake and he goes, man, and then everyone disappears and uh he goes and sees MJ and you know, he she doesn't remember him. Uh, and he has his little note. He's like, "Hey, I'm Peter Parker." And this, and they have great chemistry. Great, like, like almost like they're they're meeting again for the first time. But there's something there already, you know. And instead of like, you know, she's like, "Hey, is there anything else after she gets some coffee?" He, says, he could say, "I love you," but he doesn't. And he puts his note away. And it's it's truly like like the way I interpret it. Now they could renege or like they could like back out or they could you know change it up or you know. It could totally be that he just has to jog your memory back, or like you know, he just builds a new relationship with Ned and uh, Michelle uh, Jones. I was gonna say, uh, you know, Mary Jane, uh, but the way I interpret it, and I think the way it should be for for the emotional moment it was, is that you know, no, I I lost on May. Uh, there's a little bit of right to what J J Jemison is saying, which is that everything I touch goes to ruin. I see them happy and like, you know, without the pain, I'll carry it. You know, I, I'm going to say goodbye, you know, and I'm not going to bring them in this so they don't get hurt, you know, and that that's just, that's tough, man. That's tough. I can, I, I can, that's a sacrifice, dude. The dude's a hero now. He's, he really is being selfless after losing everything and almost like shit going to Star Wars, turning to the dark side about to kill the Green Goblin for taking that May away. He said he wouldn't do it. Let's cure him. But he gets in there and he's just pounding away. He's about to grab the, the speeder and like stab him. The speeder, the fucking, the glider. And Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man jumps in and saves the Green Goblin, man. From Peter Parker. From Spider-Man. Because he was going to go full dark and kill this dude. It's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Cam, there's so much to talk about this movie. I keep jumping back and forth, but like, did that moment at all? Like, like, how do you like that moment? Uh, I mean, for a second, I thought Toby Spider Man was gonna get off, and I'm like, no way, they brought him back just to kill him. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like he was, he was mad, he was angry, he was gonna kill the person that killed that, he was gonna kill the person that ruined everything. Everything. Yeah. Green Goblin's <sighs> the reason why he doesn't have anyone. But yeah, yeah, because he, he put to... the bomb in a little like spell holder thing. Because they could have like turned everything back and it would have been fine. Yeah, but they definitely backtrack. Yeah, let's backtrack. We could go all the way to the beginning, brother. No, you... I'm saying what, what I'm saying. What you said earlier with the uh, the interpretation with the final the final scene with MJ is like yeah. You know, like again, he he saw them. They're happy. They're going to. They're going. They got out of the college they wanted to go to. And as much as he wanted to try to reconnect with them, he's like, you know what? They're happy. If they if they get to know me, they're could always gonna be put in danger, and I don't want that for them. As much as I love them, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. Watch from a distance. That's basically it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, that's how I interpreted it too. And again, I, like that's an awesome character moment. And whether he goes back on it or not, it, like it's not even a go back. It could you could interpret it as like, hey, not right now. 
You can, and if they do that, that's fine. I'll be happy with that too. I, I actually I want him to have them, but then not them not get hurt or like you know what I mean. And that's asking for because you know with every superhero movie or every good versus evil, there's gonna be loss. It's gonna be sacrifice, you know. So I kind of want them to have that clean getaway. There's a part of me that doesn't want that. And if they do it, damn, that's going to be really tough on Spider-Man's character for not having anyone in his corner. Like, literally nobody. But uh, if they also go, like, and he just does it later, maybe in a movie or two, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that, too. But, like, I interpret it as the other way. Maybe because I'm a glass-half-empty kind of guy. I'm a pessimistic person. I, I That's a forever goodbye. Uh, but we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll find out when this new trilogy rolls around, which is... God knows when, because they, they announced it, but they didn't announce when it's coming out. It was so much Marvel projects, like, in the horizon. It won't be for... it. it maybe 2000, end of 2023 would be lucky. That's too... Nah, no way. It's 2024 when the new one will come out. Uh, earliest. Earliest. 2024. We're talking three years before we get another Spider-Man. Uh, at least in my opinion. I could be 100% wrong, but we'll see. Um... Let's still bring it back, because um, there's a lot of emotional and awesome moments. We kind of just went straight for the end, but uh, when I knew I was in for a treat in this movie, like, I mean, it was good. It was good, like, even without this part, but, like, it was, like, 10 minutes in. When I saw Charlie Cox, I think that's his name, yeah. as uh, Matt Murdock, and, dude, as soon as I saw it, I actually, I don't like to over-exaggerate in the theater. I don't like to be the one that gasps and, like, you know, claps and, like, you know, it's like, ha, 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 when someone says a joke. That's funny, but you don't have to force yourself to laugh. But I straight up, like, tensed up in my chair, and I kind of, like, jolted a little bit. And that was a legitimate, like, response. I wasn't me trying to, like, just gas it up so people could be like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? With, I freaking, I was like, yep, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then when he caught the brick that got thrown in the window, and he's like, how'd you do that? I was like, fuck, yes. You know what I mean? Matt Murdock is in this shit. And then, so now I'm, I'm, I need to watch Hawkeye because there's rumors that uh, Kingpin is going to show up in Hawkeye. Or there was rumors before even the Matt Murdock stuff, you know? So now that that's a more likely thing. Yeah, and, I don't, I don't want to spoil that. Oh, well, you shit. Should, By saying you that, be, you just spoiled it. You should be, you should, should be watching Hawkeye. Okay. Okay. I, I think I just got confirmed right there. Spoiler alert. Zero PR. Dog water? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm bringing a little bit of our Fortnite uh, gaming days into this. But, um, yeah, it was awesome seeing um, Matt Murdock being a lawyer. Uh, it's awesome seeing, you know, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson. Uh, Willem Dafoe really did steal the show. I thought it was going to be a Doc Ock more centric thing. and But, like, Willem Dafoe stole the show, which he was awesome. He was awesome in Spider-Man 1. Of course he's going to be awesome in this. But, um... Man, uh, really, it's hard because the other than the Spidey moments between the three Spidey men and like you know, like they did the little meme thing, the pointing thing when uh, and Ned's like, oh, Peter Parker, and they're like, oh, what, what, you know, that was funny. Uh, them all just sharing about their losses, like on the rooftop while Tom Holland Spider Man is you know crying about losing Al May when his friends hug him. I mean, all that shit, Jesus. I keep going into the emotional moments. I don't know. I'm, well, facts, it was it know? was emotional. It was an emotional movie. It's it, it it the the emotional parts overshadowed the action parts. Yeah, oh, for sure. There wasn't it, a single action scene where I was like, "Whoa!" You know what I mean? It was all yeah. It was there wasn't honestly there wasn't really like, there was like probably one cool moment with all of them, but like 
out of all the action, I wouldn't say it was like crazy. But it doesn't need to be crazy. It doesn't have to be, yeah. So long as it's serviceable, and it was, yeah, you know? yeah, it was. But the the story is what really hold like the it was for the story, man. The action was like <laughs> secondary. The story is what was really the 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 cream of the crop. The bread and the butter, bro. Bread and butter. Um, I I do like that they're making. He's finally throwing punches, and I think that's more just him. Like that was out of anger, but he was fighting the Green Goblin before he even like killed Ame. So yeah. and he was throwing punches and like you know like knees and headbutts and Green Goblin was giving it to him and he was giving it right back. So like this, this Spider Man is finally fighting. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm like I'm liking the one I'm seeing there. Um. Uh, oh, man, sorry, I got I got a little congestion and stuff. I was tearing up over here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the emotional moments definitely take it. Uh, the action scenes. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but like the Doctor Strange and Spidey fight, that was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. A little bit of Inception, you know, kind of stuff going with the cities flipping around, multiple trains and stuff like that. Um, Doctor Strange it kind of seemed dark for a second in this movie. Like, like it kind of went a little too dark. And I was like, oh, jeez. Like, he's supposed to be a hero. What the fuck? So much so that even Ned and Michelle were, like, down with, uh, like, Spider-Man just, like, running away with that thing. You know, like, doing the right thing and stuff. Um, but the fact that Doctor Strange goes from... Sub- you know, like, hey, you know, call me, call me Steven. No, call me sir. You fucked up. Or like, I'm not cool with it. And then at the very end, seeing that this kid's willing to sacrifice everything. So, you know, like, that's almost like saying, like, wow, you're a hero. You're Like, this is a mess that we created, but you're doing the ultimate play. You went from a selfish boy within 12 hours, a selfish boy uh, to an adult, to an adult, to someone I can respect. Uh, we're colleagues. You know what I mean? Um... That was a cool moment. Doctor Strange, I mean, he was awesome in the movie, but it's just like there was a dark scene real quick. I was like, Jesus, Doctor Strange, I know I know the world took your hands away and your girl away, but can you relax? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh apparently he's not Sorcerer Supreme anymore, which I mean that's that's gonna be interesting. Uh well it makes or, sense, you know, yeah. like you said, technicality because he was gone, so Yeah. Oh, well, they switched up a couple of the dialogues. Um, from the trailers to the movie, because Wong doesn't say, don't do that spell. He says, hey, leave me out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. But that that's fine. That's what trailer tricks do. And, like, uh, reshoots usually tend to, you know, in effect. Um, yeah, it happens. Really? I don't... What happened? Go ahead. I said it happens. Oh, for sure. You got more to talk about? Because, really, other than the future of, like, where Spider-Man's gonna go... Uh, I'm kind of like all caught up. Like, I mean, uh, they did Jamie Foxx's Electro good. I think the lizard was kind of just there to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like the lizard and the salmon were there just to be there. But honestly, the villains that really had uh kind of like an arc, an arc were Electro, Doc Ock, and Green Goblin. Sure. Everyone else was kind of just like there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Flip Marco de- definitely left on a good note in Spider Man 3, so that's why he was actually helping Spider Man at first, which was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, it was, um, it was a good time. For sure. It was a good time. <laughs> It was it was it was a good movie. It was a it's a confusing time because you know Cam. I don't know if it was on this 
recording of it or the last one where you're like, I came to see Spider-Man and have a good time. And I left with like, a, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's it rings true. I came to Spider-Man to have fun at the movies and not 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 go home and think about my life in a way like Peter Parker is now. It's like, oh, come on, man. That's fucking that's too real. Yeah, it's too real. And I feel like for people that can resonate with the movie, which, you know, if a movie can make you think about your life in a way, it's good storytelling because that movies are art. So art is a way to look at life in a certain way as well. It's expression. But yeah, like when you can look at a movie and you're watching it and there's like things you can you can relate to. It's like, fuck, it hits it hits harder. I'm not going to lie. When I left the theater, I wasn't. I was like, oh my god, that was so cool. Like I was really I was I was down. I was sad. It, I was thinking I was thinking about my life in general and like how how it is and you know, my friends never know if I'm feeling bad or not. I really put up a, a guard, but it's it's crazy to watch like your favorite superhero or one of your favorite Iron Man's my favorite superhero, but just to see like the shit he went through just to not have it anymore it's so crazy because i literally watched all the movies this morning so it really put in perspective the crap he did the cool stuff he did the relationships he built only for it to just fucking vanish in an instant it was like damn dude Especially far from home, it puts everything in perspective because the whole thing about him wanting to be with MJ, all that work he did, them finally being together, it makes it even sadder. I'm not gonna lie. It makes Absolutely. it sadder. I will say though, the final costume that he made was fucking amazing. It's the original costume for Spider Man. Yeah, it looks awesome. I was wondering, I'm like, man, this looks really familiar. Like even the color, they they did a really good job making it like it, it looked like it was glimmering at nighttime. That's how bright it is. That, that was a really interesting. Uh, and not that there's like glitter on it or it's glimmering, but that's how like that's how bright it was. That's that's basically. That was cool. Um, and I'm glad that like maybe he'll he'll use less nanotech Spider-Man suits and more just Spider-Man suits. I want I want to see Spider-Man be Spider-Man, and this movie gave me that. Uh, this Spider-Man for the first time. Uh, obviously, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man were. But now seeing Tom Holland play Spider-Man for real in this yeah. movie was awesome. And I'm I'm now fully for the casting. And again, it wasn't him. It was the writing. So I don't know why I keep saying him. I feel bad. I feel like bagging on Tom Holland when it's not his fault. He's acting the shit out of these roles. So for, the writers finally writing this Spider-Man good. Kudos to you guys. Thank you for listening, which you haven't been. But, you know, I'm going to just take that. I'm going to take that W. Um, that was That was cool. That was cool. I want well, to see MJ in that bag, dude. I it think was about a, it. It was a story to be told throughout three movies. It, yeah. every, everything made sense. Everything finished. Everything finished the way it's supposed to. Of course, there's going to be a lot of a lot of open doors because now, you if you really want to think back on everything that's changed, a lot has changed for him. Pretty much everything has changed, and then um, the post-credit scene was like kind of disappointing but crazy at the same time so yeah and i guess i mean you know what you that was actually a uh i don't think that was your intention but that was a perfect segue because it's it's really it leaves up 
like you said, it opens doors, but it also closes a few, in my opinion. Now, you kind of, like, convinced me otherwise, but I'm still a little bit like, eh. Which is, um, like, where does Spider-Man go from here? Because, yeah, there's there's high school Spider-Man, there's college Spider-Man, there's after college Spider-Man. We know this. But um, Norman's comments saying, like, oh, you know, I went for the tower and, like, to my home, but there's no Oscorp here and, like, you know, someone else is living in my home. Being that there's no Osborns. There's no Osborns, so... You know, Spider-Man's like, oh, when that spider bit me, he's like, oh, spider from where? You know, so, and you said, well, it's not always Oscorp, the one that makes spider, uh, Spider-Man, or like, that's not how he's always stung from the spider, you know? So, I mean, I guess maybe that's something they don't go back to, like Mask Kanata fighting the sword, uh, the sword, the laser sword, uh, the lightsaber of um, Anakin and Luke's uh, in Cloud City. Uh, that's a story for another time. Maybe we never hear it. But, like, we're not going to get Harry Osborn or uh, Norman Osborn. I guess we technically did. Which that's cool, but it's like okay, where are we going to go from here? Because Venom, right? Tom Hardy's Venom, uh, he was teased in the end of Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage, that he's oh shit, the multiverse thing. I'm over here now, and he sees Spider Man. He's like, I want a piece of that. And then guess what? Uh, the end credit scene for this movie is him going right back. Yeah, oh, there I go. Guess I'm going away. But he leaves a little bit of the symbiote. But the thing is. Kevin Feige put out a comment saying, yeah, you know, we, you know, Venom's, uh, Tom Hardy's Venom is synonymous with the character. Like, he's iconic as Venom. So, yeah, we, we wanted to find a way to bring him in. You brought him in for two end credit scenes. Actually, one, because one of the end credit scenes is attached to a Sony movie, like a Sony-only, like, movie. So, is he coming back? Is that little piece of Venom that's there, is he just voicing Venom, but he's not going to be, like, Tom Hardy, like, Eddie Brock? You know what I mean? And if that's the case, that's going to be kind of weird. Like, we're, it kind of closed that door, in my opinion. Like, yeah, we're going to have Black Suit Spider-Man. Is a little bit of um, symbiote going to get onto um, uh, the Flash, Flash Thompson, right? Which, I mean, I don't know. This Flash, like, is kind of seems like he's not going to necessarily turn out a villain. Same as Ned is not going to, like, turn out a villain. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like it. I mean, they can, but it's like, eh. Who's going to get that piece of symbiote? Or is it just going to attach to Spider-Man immediately? He's just going to go, like, you know, a little bit dark. Yeah. Vulture is still out there in prison, talking to Scorpion. Who knows? They could still do Sinister Six, because this movie didn't do Sinister Six. So, like, where does Spider-Man go from here? It opens doors, but it also kind of leaves a confusing universe. A, a universe where Tom Holland Spider-Man doesn't have Uncle Ben. Aunt May's moment with the great power comes great responsibility was awesome. It was amazing. It was on par emotionally. It was fucking amazing. But... He doesn't have Uncle Ben. He doesn't have Oscorp, Harry Osborn, Norman Osborn. Now he doesn't have his girlfriend, uh, MJ, which is Michelle Jones Watson. You know, uh, that's for my uncle who's like, um, that's not Mary Jane. It's like, yeah, it's not Mary Jane, but that's MJ, uh, Silly Goose. And, uh, he, you know, he doesn't have any of his people anymore. So where are we going from here, villain-wise and, like, maybe friend-wise? Yeah, he's going to be a part of the Avengers. But um, is he going to have his man in the chair ever again? Which it's not like the other two did. I mean... Gwen Stacy kind of participated as the man in the chair in um, the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy. But that's about it. What are you thinking about the future of Spider-Man? I don't think you're as pessimistic as me. Because I'm kind of... I'm, I'm a little worried. Not because they didn't nail it. But because... Like, they kind of, like... Like, there's a cloud in the past of this Peter Parker and the future of this Peter Parker. And it would be... It'd be nice if it, there was some stone there. You know what I mean? Not some cloud. and Not some fog. Um... Yeah, honestly, the the gates the gates are open for whatever they want to do. I don't know. I think that's the good thing is I don't know what they can do. But I'll be surprised on what's next. 
That's for sure. I think it's better to not not always have a fucking trail leading to the next thing. Like, just surprise us when you're ready to announce the next project for Spider-Man. Because everyone has all these, like, oh, man, what can they do? What can they do? Oh, maybe they do this. But it's like, whatever, man. I'll wait. You know, you, you he's pretty much alone now. Bring on the next. Bring on the next. Uh, there's so many fucking characters to do, too. Like, you can team up with the fucking Fantastic Four. You never fucking know. There's, like, so many crazy things that he can uh, do. So many more characters to get involved with as well. Deadpool still. There's so many other things that can still go on with Peter Parker. That's that's true. Um, You're right there. You know, that, that's, how, that's how we work good together. Because you're a glass half full kind of guy. At least it seems like it in the podcast. <laughs> and I'm a... Definitely a glass half empty. Because I'm over here like, um, wait, you're messing up all of this. What's going to happen? Like, what? And you're like, oh, no, it's cool that we don't know where it's going. Like, you know, we don't need a Batman in the end of a, the Batman Begins turning over the card and it's the Joker card. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. And uh, when you put it in that perspective, I kind of like, oh, I'm like, ah, I get what you're saying. It's just, it's weird. It's like, who made the spider? Where did he get bit? I, You know, I don't need a flashback scene, but it's like no Oscorp uh, comment didn't need to be in the movie. You know what I mean? Because now, because I'm just thinking, oh, it's Oscorp, but, you know, it's just like, you know, Norman Osborn just being a corporate guy. He's not the Green Goblin. That's no problem. But <laughs> no, there's no Oscorp. But um, they could still do Sinister Six in the future. They could still, I mean, obviously Venom is hinted, but is, is it going to be Tom Hardy's Venom? Or is it just going to be another? Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. We'll see, dude. And I, like, it, it wouldn't be a loss if they don't use Tom Hardy's Venom. Um, Tom Hardy deserves something, okay? Because he lost Mad Max. Okay, and he's now losing Venom. Uh, sorry, uh, negative. Give him something, please. That was sure. Because the Venom movies are, they're not great, <laughs> but they're not bad. They botched Carnage. They totally did. Yeah, you kill him. Like, why? You don't have to kill every villain you fight in a very movie that they're introduced to MCU. That the Venom's not even in the MCU. Oh shit, you're right. But the MCU does that a lot. That's why I'm calling MCU out. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the MCU is that's that's like Sony's Morbius Morbius bullshit. <laughs> MCU. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, Morbius. Like, yeah, and I, I mean, is that dude even in? Because it it looks like his uh the trailer played before uh, No Man. No, I mean, No Way Home. I was gonna say No Man's Sky. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it shows Spider Man in one of the scenes, like a poster Spider Man, and it says "Murderer." Doesn't look like Tom Holland Spider Man. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It could have been Andrew Garfield Spider Man or Tobey Maguire's. Do you? Uh, this is very like reaching for straws, but do you think like there's a possibility of seeing Andrew or Toby picking up the mantle, but like on mm-hmm. Sony side, and then no. no? No, okay. I don't think I don't I don't I don't think they would want to. Unless there's a really good story that's I I feel like it's this was like their goodbye. This was like wrapping up their story. Yeah. Because I don't know what else they could do with them, honestly. Like like you know Toby's Peter Parker was with MJ and seems like, you know, he's not you know Old Spider, yeah. he's like older Spider Man now, and then Andrew's just picking up the pieces, trying to be, you know, still being that friendly neighborhood Spider Man and all that. But he's bitter and he's angry, and he says that he he stopped pulling his punches. 
But I'm sure he's not doing that now after yeah. after the movie. But he's also had, alone. Everyone's everyone's wrapped up. Everyone's wrapped up, and everyone's like everyone was pretty happy at the end. Yeah. Again, everyone, everyone got a happy ending besides Peter Parker, Holland's Peter Parker. Everyone got a happy ending, but he kept going. He kept pushing because you know what? That's what they do. Yeah, they do. see. And keep going. So, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, as much as I love the movie, it went, it was so fast. But other than that, really good. Yeah, I agreed. Um, again, it has its flaws, but um, I still give it a ten out of ten because I don't, I can't think of another movie other than Lord of the Rings. That made me cry as much as I cried um, in in this movie. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, it's because of loss. Everyone suffers loss. And then, you know, tough decisions. decisions look at me stumbling on my words. The tough decisions, uh, sacrifice, you know, the tough choices. And then, like, and, like being okay with who you are. Like, all, all these themes, is it's tough. Everyone can relate to it, though, you know? And, uh... I don't know if I'm an empath or not. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm. I think I'm pretty empathetic, but I'm also very cynical. So who knows? But um, I connect to these characters, so I was I was torn, man. But it's a great movie. I'm gonna rewatch it, if not this week, and definitely next week. Um. And yeah, ten out of ten. I I recommend it, but just just go with tissue and um. Yeah, I I can't wait to see what the future holds for. Tom Holland Spider Man. I I actually kind of want to pick up the Marvel Spider Man game and uh, play it again. Like not pick up as it like, like you know do another playthrough. But um I don't know if I want to get, see Aunt May die again. Spoiler alert if you haven't played the game. But she uh she ah, fuck it's always lost man. That that shit always touches me. That that hurts me. It doesn't touch me. It hurts me to see that. And uh, but it was a great ride. Uh, it was a necessary thing. And uh, I, I'm sorry that like it kind of made you sad. <laughs> it kind of made me sad, but uh, you know, we keep keep swinging, right? We keep on swimming, like Dory says in shade. Keep on swimming. <laughs> keep on swimming, man. Uh, that that's really all I have. I'm trying to think, but uh, now I hit it. Do you got anything else you want to add to this review before we we say our goodbyes, good sir? Um. From top to bottom, it's a good movie. Good time. Of course, I wish there was some other other things as well, but you can't have everything. Absolutely. But for what they gave us, it was a good story of Peter Parker as Peter Parker. Not not necessarily like just Spider-Man, but just the man behind the mask, basically. Um, and like I said, it was great. It was one of it was like the I think. Out of all the movies in the MCU, this is the one movie that really resonated with me because, like, Stan Lee did with Spider-Man is Spider-Man is everyone. Everyone can relate to Spider-Man in some way. Yeah, for sure. Because he's he's us. He's the, he's the He's the regular kid that got bit by a radioactive spider and had this responsibility overnight. So it's just, it's the thing is like, 
Like, damn, man, they made you if you if you know Spider Man, you know all the stuff. It really it's it's a, it's a, it's a celebration of Spider Man and a farewell to the Spider Man of the past and to the future of whatever possibilities come our way for Spider Man. Absolutely, I, I will. Agree. I will say, I wish there was a little more multiverse stuff because I'm, I, as just an MCU fan, I'm more of like, what the fuck? You keep talking about the multiverse. You keep talking about like Loki. Fuck the multiverse is broken in the multi and Loki. Like, where, where is this gonna start? Where I'm like, wondering when is this shit gonna take form? You know, because Doctor Strange is like, oh man, we don't know much about the multiverse. I'm like, okay, well. When in the timeline are we going to start seeing the aftermath from Loki? You know what I mean? No, yeah, that's actually a really good point because it's, it's they kind of wrap it up all in a bun. Other than Peter Parker, like uh, everyone forgetting about Peter Parker and him being alone, that like the issue is solved just like that. Like it, it was started and ended here. Now with WandaVision, she's very well, like, you know, one of the end credit scenes is a Doctor Strange trailer. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I guess it's kind of picking off where that left off, and she's aware of the multiverse. She's like, "Oh, I need your help," and then the shit's going on. So, is that is that the repercussions of like only WandaVision, or is that also like some of this Spider-Man stuff trickling in? And then, what, like you said, when is Loki's part gonna really jump in there? Because his seemed the most um, most like dangerous. I guess, lack of a better word, to yeah. to this. Uh, this timeline and all other timelines, then uh, then Wanda's stuff and Spider-Man. Now that we've seen it, stuff. You know what I mean? This one seems like the most dangerous to everyone because it's King the Conqueror and he's out here just destroying w- with war. You know? And, yeah. Uh, so that also ahead. leads to me being like, so is it like, is Ant-Man the one that we're gonna be like, you know, getting uh? <laughs> Getting finally into like the repercussions of the Loki multiverse, you know, destruction. Because I'm thinking about it like they keep talking about it and we got like a little glimpse of it in this movie. But it's like, okay, where's this shit really going to happen? And when's Ralph Boner going to actually become Quicksilver? Ralph Boner. Gotta love a Boner joke. Um, Yeah, dude, you know... We'll find out Doctor Strange. If Doctor Strange is only dealing with the aftermath of Spider-Man and WandaVision, then for sure it has to be Ant-Man. Because the actor, uh, I think his name is Jonathan Majors. The guy that's playing King the Conqueror is confirmed to be in the new Ant-Man movie. You know, So if, if it's not him then, it's hard to see. Like Unless it's another MCU TV show, I don't think Secret Wars or like you know the Secret Invasion is going to be anything with that so it's it has it would either be dr strange or ant-man or avengers 5 you know what i mean so that those are kind of the three options where the mcu could really be like hey you want to feel some of this wrath well here it goes well, yep. when it comes to loki's um setup or loki season two who knows maybe they just that's just a thing they deal with but that would be a wasted potential i doubt that that's what's gonna really be it you know yeah, that's all. Like, of course, like again, I'm not. It's not. I'm. It's not. A, I'm not bashing the movie in any way because of because it's not dealing with the multiverse. But it's just more of like after watching the shows that they, you know, they've talked to. They, you know, we've been watching. Um, no movie has really touched upon what the after effects of the shows. Um, especially like I understand Shang Chi wasn't going to. That's the. They're building up the character. 
they got to. I understand that. They did put him in. He is, you know, obviously now he's involved with the the Avengers and, and now, and who knows what the 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 rings are broadcasting to. But, um, yeah, I'm just more excited for more multiverse stuff. I want to see the multiverse. I want to see like you know the X Men show up. I want to you know like who's gonna show up the the Doctor Strange trailer was cool because you see American Chavez in the back. Um, that's uh, the Hispanic Captain Marvel, or no? What is she? What is it? What is American Chavez? Is that Captain America? Uh, I have no idea. Just hold on, please. Hold. Are we confirming the first Hispanic superhero in the MCU? Holy shit! I'm yeah, sure. it's it's Miss America, a superhero. So yeah, I think it's like female Captain America. She's a young Avenger, so. I know they're teasing a Young Avengers because they've had like all of them almost show up. Well, shit, they're shit teasing Dark Avengers. You know the the future of the MCU is great because we got the we got the multiverse, we got the Secret Wars, and we got, we got the Fantastic young, Four. Fantastic Four, but yeah, we have you know the Young uh, Avengers. We have the Dark Avengers. They could really do anything. You know what I mean? King the Conqueror. We got. We got uh, Galactus gonna gonna come, you know. Yeah, Blade. Galactus gonna come because uh, I know the person that's in Eternals. You haven't seen Eternals, have you? Nope. Good. I almost spoiled everything for you, so good. Uh, it's coming out soon, but yeah, we shit's gonna go down. Shit's going down, and so really, Avengers five and all this what stuff. It could be any of it. Hot weapon. Did I believe it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Future of the MCU is bright. Future of Spider-Man is bright. We got our ups and downs of the whole series, but it's landing. It's hitting. It's still growing strong. So we'll see. We'll see where the future takes us, man. For sure. You know, just keeps just keeps swinging everyone. Yeah, just keeps swinging. (laughs) It's good, man. I can't. What can I say? You know, it's a movie that made you made you cry, made you think. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome hearing the soundtracks for Maguire and uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the score was great in this movie. So the score was great. Um, so the I sun's can... getting really low. You know, I feel yeah. like uh, a Black Widow. I need someone to talk me up. <laughs> so like, it's all I can say, really. Like, I, you know, it's again, there was there was some good action stuff, but honestly, I didn't feel like the action was the 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 main thing of the movie it was the story agreed which is agreed. fine because <laughs> we've had other movies that are just straight up action yeah action doesn't make a break i mean it can make a break movie, but it wasn't it wasn't the strong point no, not even the strong point it wasn't the sell point for this movie this movie just had to be a great story for spider-man and it was now okay. is this better than no is this number one in my mcu movies list no, but it's it's top five. It's yeah, it's top three. Uh, top five for sure. Top three. I have to I have to do a list. Maybe uh we'll start bringing back top tens here in a little bit. We could start making lists like that. But uh, yeah, it's definitely up there. Yeah, I still think Endgame is number one. Endgame is pretty awesome. I just just because it wrapped everything up. Yeah, I I agree. I just I don't like how. 
I still, to this dying day, I don't think Captain America should have been the only one going up against the army. It should have been the original three, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Captain America leading, that's fine. But him, like, just lifting the shield, he's like, I'm going to just go up against everyone. Like, that should have been a moment for all three of them. Because that was Captain America. Like, hey, let's sniff his ass and be all about Captain America. Iron Man sucks and let's kill him. You know what I mean? That was what Endgame was to me. Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War, it was all like, oh, the Russo brothers did Captain America so well. Fuck Iron Man. You know what I mean? That's that's what it feels like. So I, I just I don't see why you always see that because they they've talked about Tony doing this for the longest time. You, they need more. They need to give Tony more. Like Tony was always gonna do this in some way. We just didn't know when. Like ever since his, ever since Wanda fucked with his mind in Age of Ultron, it was always gonna be him. Always, yes. he knew he should it have been right there next to Cap and same with Thor. It shouldn't not have been just a Cap moment because Cap moment was when he got the 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 mirror, the hammer, and the shield. You know what I mean? That was a Cap moment. Iron Man didn't that's, get a moment in that movie except I am Iron Man. That's but that's fan service because remember it's a callback to but that's a it's awesome a call movie. it's a callback to Age of Ultron when they were doing the contest to lift the hammer. Yeah, I'm aware of this, Cameron. I'm not saying that about an outsider <laughs> in the MCU. I'm aware of this. I'm not saying that moment wasn't earned. I'm not saying clip that shit out. Captain America didn't deserve it. I'm saying Captain America didn't deserve the going up there by himself, like against the whole horde thing. Cause nah, it should have been him, Iron Man, and Thor, the trio. The ones that have been there since day motherfucking one. And I know Captain America is the first Avenger. Yeah, bitch. But guess what? He's also the self. He's the very selfish Avenger. It's him and Spider-Man fighting it out. Who's the most selfish? And Spider-Man just won on not being selfish. It's Captain America. He's the most selfish. He's a selfish bitch. So why the fuck is he the one staring down the whole army? Nah. Sorry. I'm not sold. Yeah. You know I'm right. Search your feelings. You don't want to be true. <laughs> I guess so. I make sense if you think about it. You just gotta think hard. Or maybe I'm just—I just hate Captain America. I don't hate him, but just you know, get get your Iron Man had to die. Iron Man loses everything. So does Spider Man. Spider Man's following in his father's footsteps, losing everything and always sacrificing and being awesome. That's what it is. Cameron? What? <laughs> okay. You get checked out. Uh we'll we'll end that podcast here, man. If you got nothing else. No, nah, you're good, man. Uh we could we could go ahead and end it here, you know, wrap it up. Uh do you got anything else you want to say before we say goodbye? No, I think that's it, man. All right then. Well guys, thank y'all for listening. It's been great, Cameron. Cameron, Cameron, thank you for uh, joining me on this fine day, this fine podcast. And until next time, have a good time, guys. <laughs>